This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. And this is the Blue Men Group, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Devin Welsh and John Bedrin. Hi, guys. Hi, Ron. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. Great to be here. Great to see you. Let's get into our uh, groove, and the way we do that is to hand out compliments. We do this every episode. This time, we're going to keep it quick. I want one-word uh, compliments. Um, John, I'll start with you. Um, uh, healthy hmm. and um, Devin Svelte. All right, Ron, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, my one word for you <laughs> is energetic, and Ooh. for John, it's gorgeous. Thank you. Aww. The difference between healthy and Svelte has got, got me thinking. Um, Ron, I have to say, you're very perky, which is good. Thank Devin, you. efficient. Nice. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that, that is the compliment section of the show. Thank you for uh, joining us in that little brief interlude. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to hand out a few compliments today on your, on your, like on your own, just to whomever. Just <laughs> or to us. That. Or to us. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. Right so <clears throat> just keeping along with this clip. <laughs> this extreme clip that I'm dealing with right now <laughs> is a segment we like to call This Week in History. So, um, as you know, we're big history buffs, and mm -hmm. we like to find something that's happened in the world at this point in time in history, as, as you could probably imagine. And... Uh, to Let's, kind of moor us in history so we know where we're at in the world. Yeah, we're not living in a vacuum. This is uh, anchored in history. So let's, let's take a look at see what's happened in this day in history. October 29th, 1929. On Wall Street, Black Tuesday descends upon the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> Stock prices collapse amid panic selling, wiping out thousands oh, of investors God. as America's Great Depression <laughs> begins. Yeah. What okay. A great week. So, end of October historically <laughs> maybe not the best time for much in American history, except um, one thing. Uh, I mean, like it, it's obviously like uh, maybe it has to do with Halloween. I'm unsure. It's but, a cheerful time for those who like costumes and uh, stock market crashes. Yeah. Well, I I don't own any stocks. The only stock that I own is. Um, chicken stock downstairs in the uh, fridge <laughs> that I've opened. Um, and you might want to check that because it could be expired today. It goes real quick. I know. I yeah, was just thinking that. I know today it's crashed. It's essentially the, <laughs> li literally the bottom has fallen out of the chicken stock <laughs> and it's all over the floor. The stocks are down way down <laughs> on the floor spilled everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really know, like, it, it's called Black Tuesday, this, this uh, 1929 stock crash thing. And um, 
uh, prices of stocks were too high and people were loaning too much. You'd think they would be able to rein that in, you know? But no, the whole <laughs> stock market crashed. Everyone lost their jobs. Your grandparents lost their jobs. Your grandparents' grandparents lost their jobs. There was nothing, nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As Good thing there's no chance of that happening now. Yeah, no, there, everything is, is in place that this will never, ever happen again. It hasn't happened ever. No, wait, <laughs> sorry, just getting word. 2008 <laughs> was a really bad year for the stock market. Yeah, but um, not, it wasn't the same, though. I think it was a different day. It wasn't Tuesday. Well, I mean, if you're born in the mid-80s like me or late 80s, I think, um, you know, there, there, it's, it's been like recession every five years or something. But we don't have depressions anymore, I guess. We just say recession because I think yeah. that makes people feel better. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel better. Yeah. I feel like I can handle it. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm moping around the house, I actually say I'm recessed. I'm not depressed. <laughs> it's, uh, there's a difference. Recessing into the floor, and into, I, the, I, into the couch. Yeah, I know what the difference is. But, um, I don't know. Do you, you stock market crash, soup kitchens, uh, sandwich boards? Um, I don't know. P people selling apples on the streets for like <laughs> two cents, and they're they're two buying bits. the apples for five cents. It's not good, people. This is not good. Thankfully, it was a long time ago, and I think the apple market has stabilized quite significantly since. Yeah, Apple is trading at like a few hundred dollars. Uh, Tim Apple is in charge of it, and he's he's got that locked in. Steve Jobs, his his uh, father. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Just all I guess what I'm trying to say here is be careful with your stocks. Um, let me know what you're gonna do before you invest. I'll <laughs> I'll talk to my guy, and um, we can get you on the right track. Hi, my name's Ron Ecstasy, financial advisor. Um, yeah, so ecstasy, ecstasy, and ecstasy. <laughs> I, stay away from um, firm. things like Black Tuesday, Black Friday, um, Monday, any of the days, really. Just yeah, just don't trade stocks. I guess just forget what day it is. Don't worry about it. All right, well, let's see what's in the news because uh, there's a lot of shit going to happen in the next week. And I think um, everybody's kind of feeling it in America. It's like tense. It's in the air. You can smell an election coming. It, it's <laughs> been like fucking nonstop for the past four or five years. Donald Trump every single day in the news. Um, now Joe Biden, big, big Joe is going to uh, take him <laughs> on in the ring. You know, take big Joe. It's going to be a, a mono e mono. And um the monos are uh, Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump. So with that said, um, if you get your like absentee ballot or where, where, however you vote, sometimes you'll like look at it. Sometimes every time you vote, you'll look at it. And um, <laughs> there's definitely more than two names. There's more than Donald Trump and, and Joe Biden. And I thought it would be fun to take a look at some of the other parties, the third parties, the fourth parties, the fifth parties, the sixth parties. 
many parties. The Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, Seventh-day Adventist party. So, um, and, the, and the people that are running independent this year that we think are worth exactly. mentioning. Yeah, that, that's, that's perfect uh, segue, Devin, actually. So the first person I would like to bring up who is running for president is named Brock Pierce. Now, do you remember Mighty Ducks movies? No. They're no. hockey movies? Hockey movies? Yeah, exactly. The hockey movies. He was in the Mighty Ducks. And I'm not going to tell you what, which guy he was because you can just look him up. Um, he, he, so he's the director. This Brock Pierce guy is the director of the Bitcoin Foundation. Um, and his website for uh, uh, his presidency is brock.vote. <laughs> he's got a very, um, you know. Straight um, to the point. Straight to the point. Uh, it's time to secure the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all Americans. Um, it seems as though he's against, uh, he wants to re-legalize cannabis. He wants to um, re-architect America's economic and fiscal policies. Uh, UBI, or universal earned income. Um, I don't know. He, he, he's like a Bitcoin technology kind of guy. I guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's sort of um, like the the Yang adjacent candidate. Yeah, exactly. He's like Andrew Yang, but not as interesting, maybe or or, or <laughs> yeah, like way creepier too. Oh yeah, yeah. There there is a very weird creepy factor here. Um, he he wears a lot of hats, and I'm not speaking like metaphorically. Just like in his in his photos, he's wearing hats all the time. Um, Akon, like weird hats, like very Akon, crocodile Dundee hats. Yeah, exactly. And, and somehow Akon is involved um, with his campaign. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It doesn't give me a good feeling. To no. Look at his website. <laughs> it, it does. Me I either. think it's I think it's good. I feel like energized. There's a lot of hope in it. There's like a lightning bolt at the top. Yeah. It's got very much like youth energy. He's wearing like suits that are too small. He's got a very yep. like 2008 <laughs> skating like skateboard guy haircut. Yep, exactly. Yeah, even though um, he's probably forty-five, it is one of those things where because he was a child actor, he he kind of has that child face, I guess. Like he's he's always gonna be eight years old or something. Yeah, he looks like an eight-year-old that just got old, but he's like he's eight and he's forty-five at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is a weird he, curse for child actors that they always look like they how they looked in their first movie. Yeah, and he's running for president. Like that that's just like on top of all this. But I mean, like, it must take some sort of ego, I guess, to be a third party candidate. But I I for some reason I, I'm I'm very okay with it when it's like the uh Green Party, Libertarian Party, all those, you know, like uh parties on the on the edges. But when you're just like an independent and you're just running on your own, you know, name. Um, there has I, to be some agenda to it. Like he must be yeah. building up to sell people something because yes, there's no chance that he's going to win. Exactly. And I, I have mean, a great start to a, like a, a lifestyle brand. Oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, that was kind of this idea that everybody thought Trump was going to do, right? Like, okay, run for president, start a nice little media company or whatever. But, uh, I think Brock Pierce is probably doing that more so. But um, also on the independent um, tip, as you probably know, is uh, our favorite um, designer, entrepreneur, uh, singer, songwriter, 
Kanye West. Voice of his generation. Voice of a generation who, again, it's, it's very weird that he's running. And like all of us kind of know that he's not for real. But and not only I, that, but we know that he's having a psychological break of some kind. Yes. And that's unfortunate that it has to like play itself out in the uh, by running for president. <laughs> it also seems like everyone who's running for president is both like the thing they have in common is that they're all like possibly having some kind of like psychic break episode. And they're yeah. also entrepreneurs. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's all entrepreneurs having nervous breakdowns in yeah. public this year running for president. <laughs> yeah. Just choose the one that fits right. your lifestyle. But also I'm not I'm not like laughing that much at the Kanye West thing because if you uh, remember Donald Trump ran for president in the year 2000, 1999-2000 and it was a serious run and mm -hmm. he didn't pull much. I believe he was a reform party ticket. Mm -hmm. um you can look into it there's there's he was doing campaign stops there's speeches he's on c-span it's all there everybody's like haha yeah okay you're running for president yeah whatever look at us now he is the president so like the kanye west thing i don't think it's that too far off like no, what's the difference i think that's kind of like a strategy now the trump model where you sort of like run a failed campaign early yeah. on and then that way you sort of build momentum yeah. You kind of start like really crazy and then you like rein it in a tiny bit, make it a little more serious. You know, like Kanye right now, he's 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 establishing his position as like a really crazy guy. And then yeah. if he becomes slightly more sane, then suddenly a lot more people will be able to get on board. Yeah, totally. Right. And exactly the 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 Trump model. And if you think about it, in a in a in a very weird way, like uh, Donald Trump got the presidency for a deal, you know, because he essentially bought himself the presidency and he got one hell of a deal. And I don't know if he uh, <laughs> if he realized that he was going to win, but that's like art of the deal. Um, yeah. Which, um, yeah, Kanye West probably. Kanye West's too. running mate is somebody named Michelle Tidball, who let's dive into that for a second. Yeah, yeah, who is she? Because I never even I heard he was running. I didn't even consider for a second that there was going to be like a Veep candidate or anything. Exactly. And nobody really knows, you know, who who she is, I guess. But like um, Kanye West is living in Cody, Wyoming, which is kind of cool. But uh, Michelle Tidball is a personal life and spiritual coach based in Cody, uh, Wyoming, which makes me believe that this is just like his therapist or somebody who is like closely associated with him to bring him down when he's having manic episodes. Yeah. And yeah. Now he's she's like a spiritual become, advisor. Yeah. She's just become the VP, the VP <laughs> candidate. Yeah. It'd be like if Reagan was running with his, like, you know how he had like tarot card reader that he right. would like call all the time. If that was his VP. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which which is a, a decent dynamic to have. If you're going to have a an extremely crazy manic president, then you want the VP to be their therapist. Totally. So that they, you know, they're right there. It's like a it's a really good relationship between president and vice president. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh I'm on Michelle Tidball's uh website. You can go there too, yarash.org, y a r a s h.org. Um 
we can contact her and and get a schedule our first session if we wanted to with Kanye West's uh, vice presidential <laughs> candidate. That'd be a good way to like sneak an interview. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, if you want to interview Kanye's VP pick, you just you can actually hire her services. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's something we could do, and maybe like request it for Tuesday night and like uh, on on the election night. Like, I would love to talk. It's Are like, you by free? The way, yeah, w- w- what's your day like? It's like, oh, I'm running, <laughs> I'm running for vice president. Um, yeah, so Michelle, Michelle Tidball, um, I'm a fan. I wish she was the candidate, not Kanye. But uh, also Kanye West's website is selling like fashion hoodies and stuff like that for hundreds and hundreds of dollars that I imagine go to the, to the uh, campaigns. And I guess he had some issues getting on uh ballots in different states huge ballot access this is like a massive thing third parties don't can't aren't guaranteed ballot access which is again kind of weird when you're thinking about american democracy it's Mm -hmm. like there there's so many thresholds and a lot of these thresholds are uh organized and enforced by uh the the main two parties um but i know i do know that kanye west had some uh issues with um getting on uh, different, um, you know, ballots because he he didn't get his stuff uh, turned in on time. Right? Could you say that's a late registration? <laughs> <laughs> right. I had a feeling. Yeah. I, yeah I know. But I I th- I think you know I support him being able to get on the ballots. I mean, just as I think, I feel like it should be easier to get on the ballots in America. Agreed. Americans love a cereal aisle with like a hundred different cereal brands. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But then they. And they they celebrate that idea, but what they don't know is that all of the hundred cereal brands are owned by like two cereal companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, so maybe maybe the Republican Party and Democratic Party should have they should create their own like spinoffs that are yeah. third party. subsidiaries subsidiary third parties. Oh, I, mean, I love that, that idea. That's a uh, Sirkovian, Sirkovian, isn't it? Like uh, right. Vladimir P- Putin, like creating uh, far right paramilitary youth organizations to like go against his own party right um yeah that i i I could see that the democrats and republicans doing that Mm -hmm. but so getting into the parties that did make it on the ballot um yeah well when i saw like when i looked at my um sample ballot on the on online for wisconsin um i noticed that a green party not on the ballot for damn for my uh where, where, where i'm voting but that there's these other parties, Alliance Party, Constitution Party, Party for Socialism and Liberation. Yeah, they're Damn. all on. What are it's these funny parties? that the most re- like recognizable third party, the Green Party, is like not on the ballot. Yeah, but yet these other like political parties that are like much more fly by night somehow yeah. are able to get in. Yeah, that you've well, never heard of. Well, yeah, that's again like uh, it's it varies state by state all the rules to get on the ballot access. You know, it's it's so crazy, and and a lot of it is just like lawyers just just pressing uh, these like state legislatures or state courts mm-hmm. to uh, allow these parties to be on. But yeah, so like we have a party, uh, the Alliance Party, which uh, is a centrist party. Which is like, what are you <laughs> running? For? You're just like. We just want to be in the middle, just, you know. Yeah, like uh, what? What's going on there? And that's uh, Rocky De La Fuente and Darcy Richardson, which... Great names. Yeah, yeah. Rocky and Darcy. Rocky and Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be incredible. 
president it's a good Rocky. Yeah, and so the there there are like a bunch of smaller state parties just kind of uh, all come together to create this like alliance party. But I don't I don't believe they actually like stand for anything. Like I don't I don't know. It's got to be so. It's theallianceparty.com. The website is just spectacularly bad. <laughs> um, I imagine yeah. that the alliance party is just all about like paranoid conspiracies and like you know backroom deals and like making sure that people have your back, which is. If you're worried about constantly being betrayed, that's probably a good party for you to vote for. Yeah. Um, it says, we need a new approach to politics. It's like on the oldest website. That's classic. I love st stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a web 1.0 website. It's like, we need to try something new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't believe anything they say. How about that? And then uh, we have the Constitution Party, which uh, the candidates are uh, Don Blankenship. <laughs> <laughs> and William Moore. Again, um, every every third party candidate for president has an amazing name. I yes. feel like that's yeah. kind of what gets you that position. Totally. It must be, yeah. Totally. And um, yeah, I don't know who this Don Blankenship guy is, but or, or he's like a, uh, um, uh, what do they call it? Like a perennial candidate. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's those people who always... Their job um, is to run for president. Yeah, they just run. And they, they must be like... A, hobbyists or something you know like even don blankenship's campaign logo looks like everything about it um <laughs> just doesn't yeah. look right it's very mickey mouse operation at the blankenship campaign office it, it looks like something that you you'd make if you just found a, a sort of default setting on a graphic <laughs> design website for making a political uh yeah <laughs> a political exactly logo the political template and also, um, if you go to Don Blankenship's Wikipedia entry, it, it seems as though he's from uh, West Virginia or, or uh, Kentucky area, Appalachia, let's say. Um, I would say the largest aspect of his Wikipedia page is the controversies section. <laughs> um, <laughs> Always a good sign. Which includes upper big branch explosion, groundwater. <laughs> um, yeah, there's it, something seems, seems up uh, with Don Blankenship. I would, yeah. I would, uh, I would keep my eye on. <laughs> the only thing I got from his uh, wiki is that he's a friend of Cole, which makes sense considering his background, yep. and that he called Mitch McConnell "Cocaine Mitch" in an ad. Cocaine Mitch. Yeah. Huh. And so he's he's the party's listed as Christian right slash paleo conservative. Yeah. Do we want to go um, into what paleo conservative is all about? Yeah, the uh, dictionary definition, I guess, loosely is a person who advocates old or traditional forms of conservatism, an extremely right wing conservative. <laughs> <laughs> but at um, first, at first glance, it sounds like, you know, like somebody that's for dinosaurs. It's sort of like the, the yeah. dinosaur party. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a diet type situation. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, it, it can't be good. If, if you hear the word paleoconservative, I would run. Um, it's it's probably you're gonna get eaten by a dinosaur or something like that. Unless you're a major Jurassic Park fan, and then in which case <laughs> the Constitution Party's for you. Yeah. yeah. Also, it makes sense that he's for coal. Like he has a really strong relationship with with fossils, fossil fuels, fossils, right. fossil exactly. fuels. I was just yes. gonna say there must be some kind of long term plan there to foster That's... in some kind of new Paleolithic era. Yeah. Wow. Paleo. Okay. 
So maybe he's concerned about the dinosaurs, and so burning fossil fuels is like, let's get rid of them. Like we don't want any trace of these <laughs> traces things. of dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Like, they just they freak me out. The fact that there's fossil fuels under you know under the Earth's surface, so like we just want to burn all that stuff, get it out of there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a single issue voter, um, and he would really like you to know about that. <laughs> it's good. Um, who else we have? We have uh, the Party for Socialism, blah, 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 Socialism and Liberation, uh, Gloria Lariva and Sunil Freeman. I was looking them up. They they seem to have like a very cool uh, uh, like youth movement going on. She like, seems very cool. Yeah, I, I've definitely like seen her face before. Um, I like that she's name. from Albuquerque. That's like the most fun place in the country, name-wise. That's <laughs> yeah, also it is. true. Um, yeah, it just seems like a really interesting uh, um, campaign. I don't. I, I again, like, I don't know. This seems like a larger movement um, that be, these people are a part of, but. Uh, I guess if you're like really not into uh, the Green Party or obviously you're not into like Joe Biden and that kind of stuff, um, Gloria is for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know what distinguishes this party from the Green Party in terms of. They seem to be a bit more like serious. And there's also this like Cuban resonance where (laughs) she like translated Castro, like one of Castro's books into English in 1997. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And I think there's like a big, maybe she's Cuban. I, from what I can tell, uh, this is more like labor socialism, I, I guess you would say, yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to eco-socialism. Like which, Cold War socialism. Yeah, this is a, uh, yeah, this is like Euro-communism, I think. Right. Um, and Green Party's a bit more, uh, you know, again, eco-socialism. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the Lariva2020.org, cool, cool uh, website. Um, the PSL, that's the uh, party, is now on the ballot in 15 states and then write in status in 14 other states. Uh, that includes uh, Wisconsin. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, let's, let's check out the, uh, the Green Party. We have uh, Howie Hawkins. Interesting another, guy. Another great name. Every yeah, single totally. candidate for president has an incredible name. Yeah. yeah. Except for um, the two main candidates. Right. Yeah, Joe Biden and... <laughs> Donald Trump. Um, yeah, HowieHawkins.us. He's the uh, the Green Party candidate. Uh, his running mate is Angela Walker, who I did a little research on. She l- believes she lives in South Carolina. Um, I read that she was a truck driver at one point. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, it seems as though uh, the campaign is endorsed by the Socialist Party USA, Socialist Alternative, the Legal Marijuana Now Party of Minnesota. <laughs> Independent Socialist Group, Workers Liberty, Colorado Springs DSA, Democratic Socialists of Salt Lake, and Central Illinois DSA. For my notes uh, for Howie Hawkins, I just wrote, eco-socialism sounds scary, which is cool. Is it real, though? I wonder if it's real. (laughs) I wonder if it's real. (laughs) I also wrote uh, King of Queens because he was a UPS driver, and he seems to be like a big New York-like delivery guy. Oh, no. Wow, Howie yeah. Hawkins was a UPS driver? You got like that blue collar vibe. So this is yeah, like a real was. transportation ticket. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're um, uh, very much in the logistics game. They know they can get you what you need. They're going to deliver. Mm-hmm. Deliver a few votes. But um, 
I like their website. Good website. Uh, the website is paid for by Howie Hawkins 2020. Just in got a nice green theme going on. I kind of wish that they had a little, maybe just push their green credential credentials a little further. Like if Howie had like studied botany in school or if he yep. was like a florist or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That would be good. I would like to see more of that. I mm-hmm. would like to see green represented uh, uh, more. But yeah, I, I, I again, like um, they're probably the biggest of the... Uh, I guess I imagine I'm unsure. I mean, I know that Jill Stein, Dr. Jill Stein was, uh, you know, heavily lambasted after the uh, last election always happens every election. Um, people like to uh, shit on the third parties, um, which, as you know, the, but as we've talked about before uh, in the 2016 election and in most elections, something like half of the country, half of eligible voters in the United States do not vote. Exactly. And you would think that uh, in a democracy, more choice would be uh, good for the system. But again, uh, there's many barriers to allowing, uh, you know, many ideas to thrive. And, and even suggesting it is like controversial. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I guess frustrates me is the fact that <clears throat> you have to view voting as this kind of strategic uh, lesser of all evils type situation, right? Mm-hmm. when you're only uh, given two choices and then you have to like hedge your bets that just to me that that kind of sucks and, and and is antithetical to uh, the american way as as devin said with uh <laughs> serial which i love that that's like a perfect right yeah uh apt um metaphor but uh yeah i mean from like a consumer choice perspective it's it's doesn't make sense but just from also from uh the perspective of like freedom of speech and you know the values of American democracy it seems like ideally you'd want people to be able to vote their values rather yeah. than ha- be forced to cast a vote for somebody that they don't agree with at all in order to yeah. stop somebody that they yeah. disagree with more so. Exactly. Totally. And one of the like weird uh, inherent contradictions in like the Democrats this year is them being like uh, voting Democrat is like the most important thing in order to like save your democratic right to vote. And then they're also like suing the Green Party for staying out of like ballots in Wisconsin and other states. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it is a uh, a weird triple double standard or something like that. There should I, be like a, a a non-voting party, which is like a third party with all the people who don't vote. It's like a default vote that goes to like a random citizen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that person would win every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the the non-voters win all every single election. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John, we were kind of joking about this earlier on chat, but like uh, kind of like a lottery uh, situation where a random person is just selected to be the leader. Mm-hmm. Ron is a lot more open to this idea now that he won a scratchy lottery ticket the other uh, this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, yep, I won. He sees bucks. the benefits of lottos, but yeah, I think it would be like. You'd probably have a lot less like institutional corruption if it was just like jury duty. Like you just get called up. It's like, oh, Devin's the president this year. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. First good six... luck, buddy. Like see what you can do in there. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, there's so the expectations are so much lower. And and uh, and I mean, you know, the it seems like the president of the United States probably has less power than we assume they do anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I, I could just imagine somebody who has like a busy ass day and then they get a phone call. It's like, uh, you're president now. It's like, oh shit. Like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta go get my like laundry. It's not, yeah. I gotta gone. go buy a suit. Yeah. I haven't bought a suit in like a couple of years. None of them fit me anymore. Yeah. Like what, what, what do you, what do I have to do first? I have to go <laughs> meet all the other new, like random lotto, like politicians in the country. And we just got to figure out like what we're going to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it would be kind of, I mean, I think it would be great to have like a lot less of the like, yeah, like the grift and like all the like buddy buddy stuff of like people who were like uh, heads of companies like oil barons becoming like political advisors and they like know all the political context in Washington. If instead yeah. it was just like a bunch of scared, like on the first day of class, new people. <laughs> um, we, we've actually, we forgot one party that um that is going to be on the ballots that we haven't talked about yet yeah the uh, li- back. libertarian party i mean yeah uh, you know no seatbelts. they uh don't want anybody telling them what to do um who needs a driver's license age of consent <laughs> all of these weird <laughs> things that they these love hot button about. issues <laughs> yeah the people um, are clamoring for answers over yeah joe jorgensen um unsure Great name again yeah. yeah, exactly. What is up with this? Dr. Joe Jorgensen. I love it. Old, fearless, and gracious libertarian candidate for president. Um, yeah, no idea where she's from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the name, uh, I think. But the know, name. I think there, someone should do a study on that in terms of third-party American candidates and the interestingness of their names. Well, here's right. another like, one. This yeah. is great. The running mate of Joe Jorgensen, the VP candidate, is Jeremy Spike Cohen. Which so I, he had to add that in to make his name more interesting. Yeah, yeah. because he wouldn't have qualified if it wasn't for the Spike. Exactly. Is Jeremy Cohen? Uh, no, I don't think so. Nah, also, I didn't realize that the Libertarian Party had adopted like how the Democrats have a donkey and the Republicans have an elephant. Apparently, the Libertarians adopted the porcupine or the hedgehog as what? their like oh. little symbol. So maybe mm. that's like a Spike tie-in interesting yeah maybe this is um i read that in uh i was reading about the jfk castro relationship Mm -hmm. and uh castro was talking to a diplomat and uh they were asking he was asking how would we like open up communications between like cat between cuba and the united states and the diplomat said do you know how porcupines have sex very carefully nice interesting (laughs) little tidbit that i learned today yeah Here's a uh, here's another one, although not running for president. The Indiana, uh, the state of Indiana, Libertarian uh, governor candidate is named Donald Rainwater. See, there you go. Yeah, this is a soothing name. This is an interesting thread that we're we're pulling on here. Donald G. Rainwater. Yeah, Don Rainwater. Don would be a really great president just on the name, not the not what he's running on. No, no, no. Donald G. Rainwater the second, too, by the way. He's uh there's <laughs> wow. He's, I would say runoff. Uh he's he's a second <laughs> uh rainwater to to grace this beautiful earth. Sounds like he owns like a massage spa business. Yeah. Donald <laughs> he, G. Rainwater. Yeah, he is a spa man. Um spa spa entrepreneur. So yeah, th- th- that's just kind of a uh, preview of a few of the third parties. Um you know, whatever. Probably nobody's gonna vote for them, and that's fine. You can vote for whoever the fuck you want. But yeah, um, unless they're I not guess, in their ballot. 
Yeah, I guess it's just kind of an awareness thing. I just want I want to I want to be more aware of uh, these kinds of things as we move forward because it can't stand for forever having this like uh, duopoly. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think ultimately, yeah, the m more attention that we pay to these these smaller parties, the better an understanding we'll have of you know the actual desires of the American voters. Yeah. And, and as you said, if, if nobody's actually like voting, if half the country's <laughs> not even voting, um, could this be something new happening in our near future? Maybe this mm. election coming up on Tuesday will kind of signal some sort of change. I have no idea. I mean, I'm optimistic, I guess, but, uh, historically it hasn't really been that way. I guess, um, uh, Ralph Nader in 2000 got, uh, decent amount of votes i think only like one percent though and um i think i've mentioned this before but uh uh ross perot he pulled in some large numbers in yeah. 1992 mm -hmm. teddy too when he ran as an independent yeah and he won is that correct well he he uh for his second term ran as an independent okay. uh but he did not win but he was like very close okay he really could have won if he had won uh against like if uh was it Taft had like lost just a couple of key races pounds? Um, yeah, I guess like um, <laughs> the uh, uh, you know just in observing other countries in the world too. When you when you see their elections, there's often more often than not uh, many many parties, and um, it's uh, still kind of weird to me that um, in the United States there's only two to choose from. Yeah, and it seems yeah. like if like half the country just voted for their niche third party, we'd have a lot more interesting political like ideas and discussion and like possibilities. Yeah, yeah I would hope so. Even if they don't Political win. conversations. Yeah, speaking of, uh, have you guys been looking at the electoral college map? Because I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I have not. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, because like the whole idea in the, uh, you know, electoral college, you have to get 270 delegates, whatever the fuck that means. And... Um, yeah, I, I, uh, it, it's looking. People are saying like Trump may win Texas or something like that, but like, will that matter if, if, uh, or sorry, Biden might win Texas? Will that matter if Trump wins like Michigan or Wisconsin or Pennsylvania? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, know. yeah, we. I thought it would be funny to just get our to get on record saying who we think will win the election and how, so that we can be proven wrong afterwards yeah well i guess i'm gonna put my money on don blankenship yeah. I, think <laughs> I know yeah. that you know the odds makers are saying that he doesn't have much of a chance but after 2016 and how wrong the polls were yeah i'm just thinking hey the polls they don't they don't really tell us anything so no no that's uh i i i commend you for that that guess and he's gonna get like um like 400 delegates. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think the dinosaur vote in the United States is is kind of a sleeping giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's very true. That's very true. Deep underground. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I mean, uh, I guess Joe Biden's going to win. Um it'll probably look like the uh Romney Obama map in a lot of ways. I would I would imagine. Yeah, Obama won that pretty handedly if I remember correctly. Um I don't know the the uh, uh, delegate count or how many to you know got to two seventy, but uh, 
I mean, what in the 2016 election, it was only uh, a few states, I guess, that really decided it. And I mean, the popular. But see, that's another thing, like this whole popular vote versus electoral college, like having to describe to my uh, Canadian family what the electoral college is, is just like nuts. It's not even worth it. Um, but I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focused on Michigan and I have a feeling Trump will win Michigan. Hmm. See, okay, here's my real my real prediction is that Biden wins in a landslide. Okay. And it's not even close. And wow. uh, a lot of the swing states will go to Biden. I feel, I, that's my that's the prediction that I'm ready to be wrong about. Nice. I think that you have like a lot of recent evidence to back that. If well, I mean, outside of like the the like vagaries of prediction polling, but just like Trump's energy has been such like losing energy lately. He's like so sad and he just seems like out of it. And it feels like maybe he knows that it's like coming to a close. Yeah. Big time. It definitely, he, he's got low energy jab energy. Um, I think, yeah. I think America's readying itself for a, a mercy killing. He knows that it's coming and everyone's, you know, ready. They've got their knives out and I think it's over. What, what is the big uh, state that everyone's kind of counting on? Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's like the one like most people are saying the Pennsylvania, Ohio and Florida, right? Yeah, sure. So only 56% of people in Florida are registered to vote 65 in Pennsylvania and 68 in Ohio. Right. 68 in Ohio. That's pretty good. But yeah. how eligible. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> also, like Ohio is one of those states where like a that bunch is pretty of good. presidents have come from there, too, mm-hmm. I believe. It's very presidential state in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, Brock uh, Pierce is from Ohio. Oh shit, Brock Uh-oh. Pierce! But he could win this thing. Yeah, Brock, Brock Pierce, Pierce is g- might pull out Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna carry Ohio. Um, he gets like the Cincinnati. He one sector of Cincinnati. He like locks down. It's all his. <laughs> it's his favorite restaurant. Um, Mighty Ducks fans. There, there's gonna be a Mighty Ducks wave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Flying V. Um, so. People, uh, wa- sh- watch out for people walking towards the polling locations in a flying <laughs> pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going Any- quack, quack. Yeah, it's, quack. It's impossible to defend against. There's no yeah. way you can stop them from voting. Especially yeah. if you're Team Iceland and you're playing in, uh, <laughs> I believe that was the plot <laughs> the line of D2 yeah. or whatever. Uh, That'll the be the second- sign of a Brock Pierce wave. Flocks, yeah. flocks of voters flying in a uh, V formation. It'll be a V-shaped recovery. Well, it seems as though like people are saying that this like early voting and stuff is like off the records or whatever off the chain because like so many people are (laughs) are voting. I was walking uh, my dog and this older man was just like, hey, I was like, what? He's like, did you vote yet? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, Um, I'm voting for Gloria LaRiva. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of shocking. I felt I felt uh he had a hood on. He he had like his um he 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 looked very warm and it wasn't that cold out, but he had like a, a hood and a scarf on and he was yelling at me about voting. That's, that's kind of that's, that's what happens like, in America. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of the vibe going on right now about like voting. And I was gonna say this too, because in like two thousand four, I believe it was, it was that like voter die. I don't, I don't know if you remember that. That was like the big thing. Right. Yeah, totally. Uh Sean Diddy Combs, yeah. Yeah, and like rock the vote and all that kind of stuff. So it's like because everybody's kind of making some jokes about, you know, like vote, vote, you gotta vote, you gotta vote. 
but like uh that always that always had in, in the same way that people blame third parties the uh the vote shock at, before the election always happens too. What do you boys think of the uh, amount of absentee ballots that are going to be voted versus the amount that are like just going to get stuck in a box? Um, a lot, a lot yeah. are gonna get stuck in a box. I just found out my friend who's a journalist said that uh, the ACLU just like released 70,000 absentee ballots in Detroit that have been like, they were like received in early October and they were supposed to be processed in a day. That's been like four weeks. Wow. Yeah. Um, Again, this is, I remember uh, in whatever grade I was in when the uh, 2000 election happened, I came up with a voting system for Florida because they couldn't vote there. And it just involved two buckets and oranges. I was like, everybody knows oranges (laughs) in Florida. You get one orange, you put it in whatever bucket you want. And then that's the vote. We don't need hanging chads. We don't need any uh, confusing methods of voting. Right. (laughs) Um, I have I have more ideas like this. Uh, you can uh, find me on my Patreon. In Pennsylvania, they'll have just have coal. They have to place into little stockings. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the Don Blankenship vote will be like a landslide. It landslide. Yeah. Absolutely. If they can make it to the polls because of like uh, black lung or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I guess the the it, it is also weird as we said that it's up to like those few states essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in California, I guess your vote really doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but yeah, those are the those are the parties, those are the candidates, and then next week when we record, we'll be able to talk about either a Brock Pierce win or a <laughs> Don Blankenship win or a Kanye West win or Gloria Lariva. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I mean, Castro will finally have won the long game against the U.S. imperialists. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But, you know, these are all the candidates and, you know, it's really luck of the draw at this point. All right, before we head out, I would like to uh, anoint the uh, hero of the week. Um, it's you, listener. Uh, actually, it's not you, listener. It <laughs> is um, somebody with a jetpack, apparently, is flying around the sky in a jetpack. A friend of mine actually texted me this week, and he was like, uh, you know, there's like jetpacks are got, have gotten way better. I was like, no, they haven't. They're they're like they're they they haven't gotten better. I know. So this. skeptical. And then he sent me uh, a, like a very good jetpack video, and I was like, okay, well, I was wrong. Um, but yeah, let's check this out. So um, pilots have been reporting that jetpack people are flying around Los Angeles airport. Let's take a listen. CBS News. For the second time in the last few weeks, we're hearing about someone flying a jetpack in the sky (laughs) near one of our busiest airports. A Boeing 777 reported an unidentified flying object soaring above Los Angeles yesterday afternoon. Uh, We just saw the the flying object like a flight through jetpacking by 6,000. 6,000 feet. Flying object, was it a uh, UAV or was it a jetpack? A large jetpack. (laughs) Chris, what do we know about this latest incident? Well, good morning. The high-altitude mystery continues. The FAA says a China (laughs) Airlines crew from Taiwan reported what appeared to be a jetpack flying around 6,000 feet, about seven miles from LAX. That's so high. 
6,000 feet yeah. is nuts. That's insane. One mile in the sky. Yeah. If something Absolutely goes crazy. wrong with your jetpack, you're you fucked. Know. Yeah. Completely. Let's let's return. Area did not spot the unknown object, but the FAA and FBI are investigating similar sightings near LAX in late August. There, two pilots on separate flights saw what they described as a person wearing a jetpack flying near their airliners. It's not clear what was actually seen or if there's any link between these incidents. Jetpacks are actually a real thing, but only a few companies make them. After the first report, the CEO of Jetpack Aviation in LA told us it would be nearly impossible for someone to fly a jetpack thousands of feet up and get back down safely. They're also not commercially available, very expensive and very noisy. So it's unlikely somebody could take off and land in densely populated Los Angeles and no one would see it. And of course, Iron Man zipping around LA would certainly light up social media. Gail. Um, okay. Anyways, right. thanks, Chris Van Cleve. Yeah. I like the idea that uh, the person on the plane who reported at first was like John Lithgow in the Twilight Zone movie. And everyone was like, shut up. There's not a jet. They can't fly that high. There's yeah, no jet yeah. Pack out there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It just gets more at- paranoid and desperate. No, there's a guy in a jetpack. I swear, yeah. I swear, it's jetpack like. I, I, I really cannot believe the six thousand feet thing because, like, you, I, if you're a thousand feet up in the air, it must be the air must be a bit thin. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a UFO or? But whoever it is, the yeah, there's a heroic dimension to the story. I think. Oh, absolutely. We all have to agree. Very heroic. It reminds me of uh, the the guy, the Red Bull, jumping out of a space pod thing. Yeah, yeah. It's something that... The weird thing about this is that um, contemporary logic would dictate that there would be a film crew documenting this if somebody was doing it. Yeah, right. Even if it was a prankster or somebody, somebody would be filming this unless, you know, there was some good reason not to be. It just it it definitely begs many questions and gives few answers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the website right now for jetpackaviation.com and uh they yeah, they apparently make them. It doesn't seem like you can buy them here. I don't even know. It, it's like uh it, it all seems it's fake. All perspective. It all seems fake to me. <laughs> the um, jetpack market seems like the you know, very elite individuals would be able to oh, yeah. spend on these types of things but it yeah. also doesn't look comfortable it doesn't look like uh safe it doesn't i always look... imagined i would burn my legs on a jetpack exactly um for for uh two days of jetpack use uh you can pay this company four thousand nine hundred fifty dollars um so, and, and they don't have obviously journalists would have followed up with these companies that rent them out too you would think to see whether somebody's taken one up for a spin near LAX. Yeah. Also, why fly near LAX? Why not exactly. go to Yosemite or some like right. area where there wouldn't be many people? Well, it seems like this person was like, because <laughs> it was it was an air it was Beijing Air. Mm-hmm. I imagine that maybe this is some maverick who has read a lot of Newsweek articles about how evil Xi Jinping is and is like terrorizing the Chinese in in revenge. Right. It could right. be. There's a political Th- dimension to it. This could be yeah. geopolitical. I, I could see that happening. Nonetheless, but, I am not going to go on a jetpack anytime soon. I am still of the opinion that jetpacks aren't ready for us to use. Um, <laughs> I don't Do- like I don't like this this person, this guy, I know it's a guy, uh, flying at 6,000 feet. 
yeah. over LAX. It's a busy fucking airport. We got to yeah. chill out. There's so, a, an election coming up. It's like the it's busiest per- place to fly a jetpack. <laughs> so maybe this person's more of an anti anti-hero than a hero. Uh, unsure, maybe. But yeah, we don't know what their I, motivations are, but we know that they've definitely caused a lot of inconvenience and annoyed a lot of people. Definitely. Which is heroic in its own way. And, right. and the fact that like this jetpack aviation company seems to be like one of the only jetpack companies and there's constant <laughs> pictures of the one guy in a jetpack. It's like, I think we know who it is. Yeah. I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure we have an idea on who the jetpack is. Yeah, there's a guy and he's do in he's taking selfies in his jetpack gear on Instagram. Yeah. It's completely nuts. So um I think yeah, there's def that is definitely heroic. Um can we get a name on this guy? Uh, Jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we, we don't have a name. We don't on know him. a name. Oh, but there's Gregory, Gregory Reed. Gregory Reed. So oh, maybe not. Well, but David his Mayman. most Jetpack Jetpack Aviation's most recent photo is like tagged in L.A. Okay, David, David Mayman. David Mayman. Um, We've got the scoop L- here first, folks. Yeah, he's the CEO of Jetpack Aviation. It seems to be in LA. <laughs> um, he's the only one ever in a jetpack. <laughs> uh, it's quite I damning, think, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I think we figured it out who it is. There, there's like, you go onto their their Instagram. You know, they're, they're, again, they're just bragging about this jetpack, and apparently, there's a documentary. <laughs> Um, documentary starring him about him flying in a jetpack <laughs> yeah it's so funny how like it was on the news and everyone's like no one has any clue and then us three like terribly amateur sleuths took yeah. us like minutes to like crack the case yeah we found the guy and, or at least and... narrow it down it's like i would i would give it like a 50 50 shot that it's this yeah. guy 100 <laughs> percent. the alternative is ron yeah. saying 100 <laughs> yeah <laughs> there, I, there's a hundred percent of 50 50 shot that it's this guy um, all right, so David Mayman, we think you're all right. I mean, maybe you. you're maybe you're not a hero, but you're something. It's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, maybe we wouldn't like you as a person or anything that you stand for, but we like we like the story that you caused. Yeah, and yeah. So for that, you're a hero. Thanks, David. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, uh, joining us today. It's been fun. Um, again, there's upcoming election. I'm sure we're going to have tons to talk about uh, next week. Please join me on Tuesday night for the election on Raw Nexusy News Network, uh, streaming on Twitch. And uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Ron. This is the Blue Man Group. 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 This is the blue man group.